0: It's been a massive week for the car world. Really, Tom? Tell me more. We're going to talk all about it this week. Three massive car drops.
1: Nice. I like the sound of that. I know. sums up the week it just like makes it happy like yeah. something different like but you can have we a chat
0: it. yeah definitely because i like to think that like who we speak to our audience they're one of us you know they're you know they're into cars they may not be obsessed with cars they know what a car is maybe look cars are in their life regardless. i definitely
1: would use the word obsessed
0: and cars and thomas in the same sentence ditto yeah i like cars that's why we started this podcast this is um, true so, as I said, we're going to discuss three cars, and they're all slightly different. Um, so, we're we'll actually, look, technically it's two and a half cars, because two, are, two have similarities kind of in the same category, and then one's completely left field. But all three cars are just really, really important. They um, definitely are. You have your favourite, don't you? I do. I, I have a clear favourite, but I think you'll work out which one that is for people who have listened to this podcast long enough. But anyway, look, the first car we're going to discuss is the... Toyota Yaris
1: gr what does gr stand for um you said something before with a group
0: it's a Japanese name <laughs> that we can't pronounce and the th- an R stands for racing yeah 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 so basically uh, it's, it's a Toyota that was developed for world Rally cross also known as WRC that's it that's an acronym that's yeah good. good got so um... many acronyms today we just <laughs> <laughs> we just started
1: a list of acronyms that we use yeah, and yeah. then just like start a little encyclopedia.
0: Yeah, yeah we should do. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the Toyota Yaris, um, so that came on, that was announced um, earlier this week. So you would have seen it on our Instagram page if you're following us at letstalkcars.au. Yeah, please do. It's a great, it's a great little um, community we're building there. Um, so the Toyota Yaris is, for most people, it's just, it's a safe, cheap, affordable Small hatch. Exactly. Um, quite popular. They're, they're not very exciting. Um, they're just they're just a car.
1: Yeah, it's your typical like car for a young person or an older person that just wants a small car to get from A to B. Just pretty bland, but also very safe and affordable. And it's just they have their purpose in the market. And I think a lot of people have really enjoyed that. And you can tell because Toyota have been selling them for such a long time now. But it's nice to see this new direction with Toyota. They seem to be rebranding a lot of their cars this new kind of sporty look and vibe that's appealing to not just that typical market, but also the people that want to have a
0: bit more fun as well. Um, So that's really cool. So the car is, uh, as I said, it's quite different from the existing Yaris formula. So it's a 1.6 litre, three-cylinder, turbocharged, all-wheel drive car. But it also Mm. is a manual. Yes. Which appeals to me. So we're kind of saying this is, look, it's for the car enthusiast. Like, for most people out there, an all-drive manual hot hatch, not that interesting. But if you're one of us, and you're like, I just want something exciting, to me, on paper, this just
1: screams excitement. I mean, like people, people have rushed out and bought them. There was like just over a thousand of them that were made for sale, mm-hmm. available from Toyota, and they've sold out like hotcakes. Yeah, really, really awesome, really, really quick. I think even Toyota are probably shocked at how quickly they sold, because they yeah. only allocated a thousand to Australia, and then they allocated another hundred,
0: mm.
1: and they've all sold out. So yeah. they're like,
0: what the heck? And and I just think it's said it's two hundred kilowatts, three hundred seventy. Two hundred kilowatts in a little car. I know, ridiculous from a three-cylinder engine. Jeebus. Which is so for people out like there. Most cars these days are four-cylinder engines or six-cylinder engines. Three cylinders, it's quite small. Um, you get it in the Mini Cooper. Um, you get it in I think the Suzuki Alto. Like smaller BMWs. Smaller BMWs, like they're not massively popular. Um, But for them to adopt such a small engine and just go, boom, we're going to smash it out of the park, that's why we're mentioning it today, because it's so impressive. Um, And it's just really saying to all of us out there, hey, you know, we're here at Toyota. Yes, we have a reputation for being a bit boring, but we're going to prove you wrong and just make the most amazing driver-focused hot hatch.
1: But that was what Toyota tried to do with the TRD branding back in the day with the Hilux and with the Camp, with the Orion whatever it was um and that was a bit of a flop unfortunately because they were just too expensive and they just got a big chunky v6 and chucked a supercharger on and put a bit of leather and some red piping on the seats and you're just like cool like what is the difference between this and a normal camry or orion and Hilux? i'm just spending so much more money and not really getting that much bang for my buck but saying that how much are these um these little yaris's
0: the Australian pricing, I still believe it needs to be confirmed. It's going to be quite expensive. It's not going to be, it's not going to be five grand more than a top-the-range of the range Yaris now. Like you're going to be paying a premium. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think you're going to be buying this car if you're a typical Yaris driver. Mm, that's true. I think you're buying this because a you're a car enthusiast, and you kind of get what you, you kind of understand what's been done here. This is a. a it, it, and this is a bit of a maybe a bit of an over, over exaggeration but an engineering masterpiece in my opinion ooh we haven't driven one yet so that's a big call I know I, I've watched some reviews overseas so far and people are just so impressed and journalists that um I have quite a lot of respect for um, are just blown away um you know, the car's been widened, for example. It's only manual. So you're not going to get your granny driving the car unless your granny's a car nut. My, my, actually, my name was a car nut, so maybe she would appreciate it. Um, but then, of course, underlying all of this is that it's still a Toyota. You're not buying some exotic car or something that there's going to be risk of, you know, unreliability. You're buying from a brand that has one of the most trustworthy names. Yeah, exactly but they've just said we're going to give you a tiny little nugget of fun. A nugget of fun. Yeah. Imagine if that was their marketing
1: spiel. Yeah. Buy our nugget of fun. Would you would you buy it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. That's cool though. It's really different and I'm liking this new Toyota. They seem to be broadening their horizons yeah. and it's just it's refreshing.
0: I hope they continue on this because you know the, the rest of the world at the moment is going towards the rest of the automotive world is going electric electrification, so making electric cars, which we've touched on. They're making big, big SUVs and they're also making performance cars less engaging um, because everything's automatic
1: and and um electrically assisted, and you just lose that the the peak drivability. Like, the there's rawness, no, yeah, there's yeah. no, there's it's all it's too refined. Yeah, that sometimes is fine depending on what you want the car for, but yeah. if you want that heavy steering a bit more just clunkiness it's it's more fun having that and then you lose that just the uniqueness of of that that sports car
0: yeah 100% mm. like I said you know even cars you know big powerful Mercedes and all that stuff because of all the new laws that are coming out of Europe about emissions they don't sound as good either um so, you, you disagree? I don't
1: think any of the... We've been through this before. Oh, I know, I man. know. You don't like, I know.
0: But I just think that we're getting to a point where cars are getting either too complicated for their own good, which takes the driver out of the situation, so they're not actually enjoying the car as much anymore. The computers take control, the cars are too heavy, they're too safe. This is just back to basics.
1: But yeah, I guess that appeals to people that, like we said before, they just buy the car to drive. And yes. And for general general like a general driver yeah that's perfectly fine because it's super duper safe you You haven't like it's easy you don't have to think about it the car tells you if you're gonna crash yeah tells you if you're going out of your lane like all that stuff is really cool yeah but then for the drivers that want to be able to actually explore driving and have some fun it's like it's it's just losing that yeah that that raw exploring situation
0: yeah 100% which is kind of an interesting segue onto the second big car dump from mm. this week. Which
1: is the Subaru BRZ. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of like part Toyota as well. So, for if, if those of you that don't know, the Toyota 86 and the Subaru BRZ was a, a joint partnership development mm. um, with that car. So, it basically looked like a Toyota, but then had the internal engine, um, internals and a lot of engines and parts of a Subaru with a, a horizontally opposed boxer.
0: Yeah. So, so they're both two-door, rear-wheel drive sports cars. Small coupe. Yeah, small coupes that are priced to be really attainable yeah. by most people. A mini Supra, if you will. Yeah, exactly. A little bit less showy. Yeah. Um, but along, you know, the same with the Subaru, they're kind of developed to be modified. Mm. You know, they're there for people to put big exhausts on and to have body kits on it and spoilers, and flashy lights. Yeah, so it, it's for that. It's for that crowd. But I still think that it's it's cool that they brought out a second version. I didn't think they were going to bring out a second version. Um, you know, Subaru are known for all-wheel drive cars. You know, from the XV, the you know the Outback and all that stuff. So this is the only Subaru. That has power sent to the rear of the car, um, which for a, a car enthusiast, that's there to offer a more engaging drive. It's less safe. I know that kind of ju- it kind of contradicts what we said about the Yaris because that's all-wheel drive. But just fast forward to the, the ten-minute marker when we start talking about this. I think with
1: um with the the BRZ, I don't think they could have afforded to make it all-wheel drive because the original one was so underpowered that if you Put all drive into that, it would just been so slow because it goes zero to one hundred over eight seconds, which for a mini sports car, that's not a vibe. Would you Would you buy? Do
0: you think if you were given the option, would you buy a Subaru BRZ
1: over the eighty six? Yeah, the new one. I would have taken the eighty six. I just think the trim levels were just and nicer. No, the Toyota seemed a bit more finished. Right. Okay. Okay. In comparison to the Subaru, my main main uh, issue with the BRZ and eighty six was that. It's not a turbo. It's a small car. It should be light and fun and nippy. And you should be able to throw it around corners and have a bit of, yeah, a bit of spirit of driving. Mm-hmm. But they just weighed too much for, like, the engine capacity. And they just were just too slow. Very nuggety <laughs> in a bad way compared yeah. to the Yaris. The Yaris,
0: which is nuggety. So, because of the new it so it looks kind of the same as the old one, which is not a bad thing. Um, so, it's just, you know, refreshed lights, refreshed grille. It's got more power. Yeah, it's a 2.4 litre now. I think it's heavier. Um, but it is, again, ready for those modifiers out there. Those, Especially, you know, people who just want a cheap sports car or someone who is just learning to drive or they're in their early 20s and they just want to have that kind of cool car that they can kind of do whatever they want to. This is the new option for them. But
1: well, that's the thing. How many people, say like the 86 came out when we were in year 12, around yeah. 2012, 2011. Yeah. How many young P-plated drivers were driving around in BLZs and 86s.
0: Was it? I don't know.
1: There were heaps. Like, you always see a P-plate on them. Oh, yeah. Because they're P-plate approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, are they P-plate approved? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what... So, this is going to be the the new era. Well,
1: that's true. But they also sold out so quickly and there were really long wait times when they were first brought to Australia eight years ago. Yeah. It was insane. And I was like, but why? They're not that cool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Would you so um, see, I would, I think I would buy, if I, if I was like, if I had the money and all that stuff, I would probably buy a Subaru BRZ over a Toyota 86 because the last generation, you had to set the, the agreement between Toyota and Subaru was that they had to be more Subaru sold. Sorry, they had to be more Toyota sold than Subarus. Okay. So the Subaru was kind of rarer, mm, which kind okay. of made it a little, the same car. That the Subaru was kind of just like a little bit, little bit different. If Toyota comes out with an eighty-six, which is hopefully they do, with the GR touch on it, like they did with the Yaris.
1: Imagine if they made it all drive and turbo. Very cool. What drive. a game changer. Very very cool. That could be very interesting. It would be
0: very very interesting. And that's
1: what the criticism has been for such a long time. Toyota and Subaru have access to turbo engines. Yeah but they're not using them. It yeah. makes sense. Like, they even have a turbocharged version of the boxer engine that's in the BRZ, mm. which is in my car. Mm. Great engine. Mm. Lots of fun. Yeah.
0: But they're not using it. Well, I know. Sometimes I feel like, I sh- I feel like sometimes we should be in the boardrooms of these companies.
1: Because we would be running these car companies so much better. So
0: much better. We know what people want, don't we, Tom? 100%. 100%. <laughs> you know what I would... If I was given the keys to Honda... You know what i would do drive the company off a cliff why
1: honda crap you're joking yeah no
0: you have no i think honda's awesome
1: <laughs> you the- would wouldn't
0: you what what are you trying to say i just don't like them no i think they're great i reckon I, I would make the 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 civic type r the king and make every other honda the same the civic
1: type r is the only cool car honda's ever made or the NSX.
0: Yeah, that's great car. It's a, it's a supercar that you can get for only $200,000. How
1: affordable and <laughs> achievable from the normal person. Yeah,
0: I think it's pretty cool.
1: That's exactly what we want here.
0: Well, actually, this is interesting. In a segue into being really, really affordable. You're getting good at these segues. I know, it? I know. We, pra- we didn't even practice before. Okay, so a segue into really attainable cars. So this is my... I'm just really excited Mercedes Benz Which is a German brand If you're not Familiar Oh my god They announced The new Mercedes Maybach That Did you just Choke on something? No 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 no. It's German It's like It's the back of the throat business You're not even German I am Are you German? Yeah Oh right Anyway So they announced The new Mercedes Maybach Which is Like A really 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 fancy Mercedes I love how excited you are right now I'm so excited Flapping your arms around I'm so excited What's happening So, So look I will never own one because I think it's quite ugly and I do (laughs) and it's just a lot of money, but basically it's the normal Mercedes limousine, which is like the big fancy S class. And what happens is Maybach, which is like a division within Mercedes, which is like the luxury arm
1: has Toyota and Lexus.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So the Maybach, so Maybach basically the ultra, ultra luxury arm of Mercedes. So the, this car is, you know, uh, it comes in two tone paint, it has all these additional, you know, chrome touches on it, the interior is even more luxurious, the doors are electric, it comes with a V twelve engine and it's a new one. I love that you mentioned two tone paint. Yeah. Do you know
1: who used to do two tone paint? Who? Toyota. The Hilux back in, like, 2003. Like, yes,
0: this is... the So many segues. This is links. This whole podcast is so good. We just...
1: We didn't even think about this. I just,
0: just... I'm so happy. We're
1: just so smart. Oh, anyway. With the Maybach, I don't... See, Tom, this is this is your area because you love those really high, expensive, priced cars that are, like, unattainable, but they're cool. I mean, like, I really like to be able to um, own one one day, but <laughs> I just don't think I would, even if I had the opportunity to, I don't think I would because they're just... hmm. I don't know, just not my, just not my cup of tea. Which Why? Is, I just, I just, you know, like last week, you said, oh, I just don't like, whatever it was. Yeah. I just don't like him. Ah. Oh. I just don't, I just don't like Mercedes that much because it's a fancy Mercedes. It's just. Oh. Have you noticed that I'm saying Mercedes correctly now?
0: Yeah. How oh, was Mercedes? you saying it before? Mercedes. Uh, no, I say Mercedes. Is oh. Not yeah, Mercedes. Is, I think that's the correct way to say it. How am I saying it then? Mercedes. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so this is, so again, so this is basically the uber-luxury version of Mercedes S-Class, basically targeting all, like, the, you know, Hollywood people, um, rich oil barons out there, people who don't want to spend a little bit more and get a Bentley or a Rolls Royce. So clearly Mercedes think there's a little market for it. The Clive Palmers of the world. The Clive Palmers. If you live in Australia, he's a big... He's like Donald Trump, but not as successful. But he's a bit bigger than Donald Trump. Mm, yeah, yeah. They are.
1: They're very like similar. Very hey, they're similar. very like just crazy. Yeah, a bit crazy. And rich. Quite rich. Crazy rich people.
0: Mm, yeah. So he would buy one. But I think that um yeah, Maybach's really really cool. So I hope that this is a great success for Mercedes because I want it. I want to see some on the road. I want it. I do. I want to sit in one one day because it has electric doors that open and close by themselves. Because soft close. And they have soft close. No, 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 but they actually open and close. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is really cool. There's a button. It goes...
1: What, the, what does the it do again? It goes...
0: That's wow. The, that's the close. Anyway, so really, really cool. Um, the car, I don't know. It's, it's only coming in a V12 and a V8 option. Um, it would have been interesting if they launched it with an electric or a hybrid powertrain. I think
1: a hybrid would be good because you get the, the benefits, the best of both worlds. Yeah. So what makes it different to the old one? And is everything new or is it just like the BRZ where you've just got, oh, like
0: it looks like a BRZ, but you can tell that it's a new version. So it's all new. So it's based on the brand new S-Class that came out this year. Oh. So and whenever an S-Class comes out, you know, most people just really, really want to pay attention because technology that's announced or released in an S-Class will trickle down into every single car you buy. Yeah. Um, From simple things like airbags and seatbelts to, you know blind spot monitoring and careless entry it all stemmed from an s-class so because that's their their top of the line
1: model that's the car that they sell as their the peak Mercedes. yeah and so obviously when uh, technology becomes more available and uh, more affordable it just
0: trickles down exactly so this maybach version is based on an all-new car um so yeah it's pretty it's pretty much all new
1: i love when they say all new car but like underneath it's probably very similar.
0: Yeah. So I think, yeah, so basically look, there's not too much. This is going to be, this is going to be a shorter podcast because we basically just wanted to give you an update on it and that's the news for the week.
1: But there's also one thing that you forgot Tom. Oh what? Well in the ACT, they've just announced that electric cars will be getting two years of free rego and also an interest free $15,000 loan. If that's not an incentive to go and buy an electric car, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah, we're really plugging the electric cars. I don't
1: even really like them that much. (laughs) Nah. Just kidding. But please, yeah, that's awesome. That's really, really that good. is cool. Like, why are they not doing that anywhere else in Australia or the world? Maybe they are. Who knows? But that's a really, really great incentive. I like stuff like that because it's pushing people into technology that needs to be there in the future. But maybe they're scared and they don't want to. They don't want to throw their money at it. So this is kind of a way to help people convince to convince people into buying, wanting to buy these cars. So yeah, it's good.
0: Oh, honestly, I, I just remembered this. You know, in the UK. No, I don't. Okay. Boris Johnson, <laughs> Bojo, has said that you can you will only be able to buy electric cars in the U- electric cars in the next ten years. So by twenty thirty, you'll only be able to buy electric cars in the UK. Wow, that's that's a big call. I know. 10 years away, you're going to have to buy an electric car. So that's billions of dollars in, in, in infrastructure, the car in the UK from 2030.
1: I wonder if that'll actually happen.
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, that's a massive, massive shake-up of the entire industry. There you go. Unexpected, but needed. But um, stay tuned, because in the coming weeks, we have many more things to discuss. We may offend many more people.
1: Alrighty, well, on that bomb show, I think we should end this week. You're Jeremy Clark now?
0: Yeah. Alright, thanks so much guys. See everybody.